150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fifth Seal, episode 47. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, aka the Evangelical Norm. So we are live on Facebook, once again trying to get back onto that that live episodes of the Fifth Seal. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world, where we bring stories of Christian persecution and count down the top 50 countries on the Open Doors USA's World Watch list, which is why the episode episodes go numbers go backwards last week we were 48 this week we're 47 next week will be episode 46 and on through the year until november which is persecuted church awareness month and we will count down from 30 to number one so twice a month from january to october and then every day throughout the month of november uh for persecuted church awareness month bringing stories and um excuse me prayer points for that week's or day's uh, country on Open Doors USA's World Watch List. So this week we are uh, episode 47, which we'll be taking a look at Indonesia, talking a little bit about that, and then uh, praying for our brothers and sisters in Indonesia. But before that, we want to take a look at one story of Christian persecution. From This is from persecution.org. Uh, Four more Christians killed by Fulani jihadists. Muslim Fulani herdsmen attacked and killed four Christians during an ambush on Sunday, February 14th in north-central Nigeria. Irigwe Nation has been thrown into the state of grief, heartbrokenness following the unwarranted killing of four of our Christian men by the Fulani herdsmen at two villages of Qual District, Basa LGA of Plateau State, said David Molly, spokesman for the Irigwe Development Association. Quote, four of them from Rikwe Chongu village were ambushed along Rikbawa Axis near Kapachudu, and three were killed instantly while one sustained gunshot injury. The other one from Zirshi was ambushed and killed instantly, unquote. Earlier this month, seven Christians were killed in a similar attack by Fulani jihadists at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday, February 7th. Fulani herdsmen killed five Christians and hospitalized one in Kaduna State while also burning down houses and food grains on February 2nd. Fulani Fulani, on February 2nd, Fulani killed two Christians while they were traveling on a road to Dudu Village. According to the Morningstar News, the recent recent kidnapping of 27 school students in Niger State was also perpetrated by Fulani, who dressed in military clothing and overpowered security. In the early hours of Wednesday morning, February 17th, gunmen abducted 27 students, three teachers, and 12 staff members, staff family members, all of whom are still missing. The United Kingdom's All-Party Parliamentary Group for International Freedom or Belief commented on the lack of government control over Killer Fulani. Quote, in 2015, Mohamedou Buhari, a Fulani, was elected president of Nigeria. 
He has done virtually nothing to address the behavior of his fellow tribesmen in the Middle Belt and in the south of the country, unquote, said the group. The Fulani militia is the fourth deadliest terror group in the world and has surpassed Boko Haram as the greatest threat to Nigerian Christians. Quote, they adopt a comparable strategy to Boko Haram and Islamic State, West Africa province, and demonstrate a clear intent to target Christians and potent symbols of Christian identity, unquote, the APPG also reported. Please join us in praying for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria for the Lord to strengthen the Nigerian, Nigerian church and heal his persecuted children of their trauma. Please pray, also pray for the world to recognize the scale of the suffering that believers are having to endure in Nigeria, as well as for the souls of those who persecute the church, that all will repent and find salvation in Christ. So again, we, we've talked about this before, but over the last five years, Fulani militants in Nigeria has become one of the hotbeds of, of Christian persecution. Um, sorry, live, and I forgot to turn the volume off on my telephone. So let's do that very quickly and get that out of the way. Sorry. Live podcasting. There you go. Um, so again, we want to be praying for our brothers and sisters in Nigeria, especially in these areas where Boko Haram is still very active. But as the story says, Fulani militants, Fulani uh, jihadists are becoming more and more dangerous throughout the region uh, for Christians in that area. So continue to pray for them. And that brings us to our World Watch List country for today, which is Indonesia. A few facts about Indonesia. Uh, the persecution score is 63. The region is Asia. The persecution type is Islamic oppression. The religion is Islam, the main religion. The persecution level is very high. The population of Indonesia is 272,223,000, of which about 33 million are Christians. So, again, just over 10% of the population. The government is a presidential republic, and the leader is President Joko Widodo. So what does persecution look like in Indonesia? In Indonesia, the situation for, situation for Christians has been deteriorating in recent years, with Indonesian society taking on a more conservative Islamic character. Christians who grew up in a Muslim home often experience persecution from their families. Excuse me. However, the persecution intensity varies given the individual family and location. In many homes, families will verbally abuse their Christian family members and isolate them because of their faith. Only a small percentage of converts face physical violence for their Christian faith. The level of persecution also depends on the region of Indonesia where Christians live. In certain hotspots like West Java or Aceh, extremist Islamic groups are strong and heavily influenced society and politics. If they catch Christians evangelizing, believers could run into problems. Also, non-traditional church groups tend to experience difficulties getting permission for building churches, even if they manage to fulfill all legal requirements, including winning court cases. The local authorities often still ignore them. What has changed in Indonesia? Indonesia rose two spots on the 2021 World Watch list in, comparisons to, in comparison to last year's list. This is primarily due to the fact that more pressure against Christians was reported, resulting in an increase of pressure in almost in almost increase of, pre of pressure. That sentence is is mis or mis. Uh, yeah, there's a problem in that sentence. There's something missing. 
uh, pressure against Christians was reporting, resulting in an increase of pressure in almost spheres. Okay. There have been no bomb attacks against churches for a second year in a row, but churches still can have a hard time meeting. One pastor in Papua was allegedly was killed allegedly by a government soldier, and more than 50 people have been evicted from their land in East, East Nusa Tengara. Dozens of Islamic extremists have been arrested by the authorities and, tax, and attacks have been foiled. There have been some positive developments in Indonesia, as reported by the Jakarta Post. For the first time since taking office, President Jokowi has cautiously spoken out against the difficulties believers of minority religions face when they want to set up a new place of worship. Who is most vulnerable to persecution? The primary hotbed of persecution in Indonesia is the province of Aceh and the northwestern tip of Sumatra, the only province governed by Sharia law. Churches endured large-scale closures in October 2015, and the building of new churches is impossible there, and very difficult in other provinces. Converts from Islam run the risk of facing severe opposition in many parts of Indonesia, but converts in Aceh face, probably face the strongest pressure. So, prayer points for Indonesia. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pray for Christians who leave Islam and are heavily pressured by family and community to renounce their new faith in Jesus. Ask God to give them the support they need, as well as access to a Bible and the training to read it and grow. Excuse me. Pray that churches who are trying to obtain locations for worship would find favor with the government and be granted freedom to gather and worship in peace. Pray that God would give ministry leaders and volunteers the boldness and perseverance they need to both lead and serve in the church in Indonesia and pray for Christian for Christian children and teens who often face discrimination and isolation for their faith. Ask God to give them hope to strengthen their faith and to know that they are not alone in Christ. Let's pray. Father, uh, we thank you again for this time we have to come and to uh, join together um, to raise our voices to you, Lord, to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you, Lord. We ask that you would uh, be with our brothers and sisters in Nigeria. Father, um, protect them from this threat of the Fulani militants, Lord, and in that protection also give them the boldness uh, to continue to, to stand firm in their faith, to preach the gospel. Lord, we pray that you would use the, the, the witness and the testimony of those who endure persecution there uh, for their faith, to use that to draw those, uh, even their, their very attackers, out of the Fulani militant groups and into a, a place of repentance and faith, Lord, that you would uh, draw them to yourself that they would come to you and that the persecution of our brothers and sisters there would decrease. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Indonesia. Father, we pray for those who leave Islam and are pressured by their family to renounce their faith in Christ. We pray that you would uh, keep their faith strong, continue to, to support them. And Lord, as, as that they would have access to your word um, and, and discipleship to help them to grow in their faith. Lord, we pray that the churches who are trying to obtain locations uh, would find favor with the government. We pray that you would open the doors uh, for them to build new buildings and places of worship or to even just rent places where they can uh, start churches, plant churches and and worship you freely. Lord, we pray that you would give ministry leaders and volunteers the boldness and perseverance they need 
to lead and serve the church. We pray that you would raise up more and more evangelists in the area. Lord, that your gospel would be preached and that uh, that you would use that again to draw people to yourself. And we pray for the, the Christian children and teens who face discrimination and isolation in their schools. Um, Lord, again, we would ask that you would strengthen their faith, that they would stand firm, that you would provide the discipleship and uh, and teaching that, that these young Christians need to uh, to truly walk in their faith in you, Lord, and that they would be firm and proclaim the gospel. And even in, in these places where they're, they're uh, discriminated against and, and ostracized, Lord, that, that you would draw them together to support each other and that you would be glorified in the, uh, the preaching of the gospel among even the young Christians in Indonesia, Lord. And again, we thank you uh, for this time we have to come together, this medium that we have, that we right now, as, as it stands, we still have uh, the ability to join together on um, social media, uh, to join our voices from across the world and even across uh, periods of time, Lord, as many people will be watching this later and still joining with us to pray for our brothers and sisters. Lord, we praise you that you have provided this this medium for us to join together. And it is truly for your name and for your glory, Lord, that we pray all of these things. And it is in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys for uh, taking 15 minutes or so to join us here to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Uh, you know, if you, if you can, if you know people who would like to join us, there's a couple of ways they can, can join with us. You can either subscribe right here on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the notifications and get all the information that we, uh, put out all the content that is put out on this channel, hit the like button that lets all the algorithms know that, that we should be, uh, made available to more and more people. So if you would do those things, also, you can go over to YouTube to the fifth seal group there and just look it up, uh, Facebook, the fifth seal, and you can join that group or on Gab TV or Gab. Um, there's a group for the fifth seal as well. Um, you can follow, uh, join that group or subscribe to the Gab TV channel where this will be uploaded later. I don't have the ability to put the live stuff on there yet, but as Gab, uh, continues to grow and improve, we'll, I'm sure we'll be able to, to get to that point at some point soon, hopefully. So again, thank you guys for, for joining us. Thank you for lifting your voices with us for our brothers and sisters who are persecuted around the world because of their faith in Jesus Christ. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.